Do you use telehealth in your practice? Do you use telehealth in your primary care office, but think it could be used better across your whole team? Yeah, me too. Welcome to Team Up, a podcast where we talk about team-based primary care in British Columbia. I'm Sarah, a medical anthropologist and team member in the Innovation Support Unit in the Department of Family Practice at the University of British Columbia. And I'm Morgan, a family doctor and also a team member in the Innovation Support Unit. COVID. I mean, among other things, it was the dawn of widespread primary care telehealth. Of course, we were doing remote care and telehealth before COVID. But in March 2020, so many people pivoted to a large percentage of telehealth. And that's here to stay. You may have heard my story about how I immediately ordered iPads and got bamboo, duct tape, bubble gum, and Ethernet cabling to MacGyver up a telehealth kiosk and set them up in all the shelters and supportive housing units in Victoria. We still use it now, of course, in various hybrid models of practice, telehealth that is, and I'm still using that very first MacGyvered kiosk every week in my practice. So what exactly is telehealth? Well, for me, simply put, it's the use of technology to connect with patients and healthcare providers in real time so they don't have to be in the same room. That can be through video conferencing. A lot of us are using phone calls. Uh, some people are using some, some real-time text messaging. I like to think about it being real-time. So then I put things like portals and other asynchronous communication into sort of different categories, and telehealth for me being more that real-time, synchronous aspects of care. So that's what I'm going to focus on in this episode. And there's lots of benefits to this. The big one that we talk about a lot is access. So first, telehealth can improve access to the care for patients. And it's particularly true for patients who can't come into the office due to distance. They may live rural or in an underserved area. And so by using telehealth, you can connect and the whole team can connect with that patient. For people who are unwell and have chronic illnesses that can't get in, or they're too busy for family and work commitments to get in due to travel, waiting in the waiting room, et cetera, that provides a different level of access through telehealth. One of the other advantages is kind of the reverse. As a provider, you get access to a different view into that person's life sometimes. And sometimes virtual visits, you see where they're at. You can see where they live. And if they're on mobile, you can actually get them to give you a bit of a 360 tour. They can pan the camera around and you can get to see their place a little bit. And that gives you a kind of an insight into their life and their family that's different than what you get at the office. And so there's, there's a different kind of access there, which I think is really interesting. The next benefit is team collaboration. Telehealth can help primary care teams work more efficiently and more collaboratively together. And I know that sounds counterintuitive because working side by side and co-located is really important. And I don't want to diminish that. But team members who aren't co-located can use telehealth to do case reviews and care planning with the patient and just between team members to share ideas and coordinate care more easily. When you don't have to be in the same place for the visit, you can zoom in or connect in through whatever video conferencing tool you have. And that flexibility of not always having to be in the same place for a case conference is really valuable. So it's an augmentation in that way. And I always say, you know, make sure you've got pretty good audio no matter where you are so that people don't get Zoom fatigue. The simplest thing is to, to wear headphones. It can be huge. It can be a, a really big benefit to quickly bring somebody in. And the third aspect of telehealth that we don't often talk about, it can be a very valuable tool for patient education and engagement, is through virtual group visits. So these can be virtual classes or support groups. Providers can help patients stay on top of their 
typically chronic conditions. And this helps with connecting to the primary care team because while you might write this off as too much work, this is actually something that you can do across the team really well. And you might have one or two people in your primary care team who are keen to give this a try. Any team member can offer any kind of a visit that's within their scope and interest. So it's a great way to engage different team members and even those who are maybe not quite as closely connected into the practice who might have a little bit more capacity. So pharmacists, nurses, social workers who are part of a primary care network, they might be able to host a group visit. And group visits can also be peer-led as well. These group visits can be in person, of course, but they can also be virtual. I don't recommend doing a hybrid where there's six people in the room and two online. I think if you're going to do this, do it one or the other. But there's a huge advantage to giving people access through the virtual connection. If you are a nurse working in a primary care team, group visits might be things like chronic disease management. A chronic pain management is another one. Uh, if you're a pharmacist in a team, medication management, medication education, obviously are, are common ones. Smoking cessation would be a natural as well. As an office assistant as part of the team, Take an area of interest and explore that as a possible group visit if you want to. Stress management uh, is something that office assistants do really well. If you have an interest in nutrition, that might be something that you could do if there's no dietitian to do that. Or work with a dietitian and co-lead a group. And then patients as peers can definitely be involved in any of those, as well as leading a chronic illness support group or a mental health support group. And I think there's a lot of different opportunities. From the mental health perspective, social workers, counselors can run a whole series of virtual visits to engage people in stress management, mindfulness. There's a, just a ton of opportunities there. So before we wrap up, what I want to highlight is that I'm talking about longitudinal primary care and the leveraging telehealth to improve continuity. Yes, we're talking about access, but it's access to longitudinal care. And I think that as a primary care provider, as a nurse practitioner, as a family doctor, and as a primary care team member, I think it's important to remember that this is something that we can do to really improve the relationships and continuity with our patients. By providing the correct telehealth, we're improving access to that continuity, that quick check-in, that follow-up between visits, that extending between visits, while still maintaining different types of contact. That's what's really important. So it gives us capacity as care providers, and across our care team it gives us capacity, but it also builds that relationship and the value of that relationship with our patients. We know them differently, and we know them better. And so I think that's the big benefit to telehealth. With this team bit, you can think about one concrete idea that might be uh, valuable and feasible in your practice. Most of us are doing one-on-one -on -one telehealth right now, even if it's just phone calls. So up your virtual game a bit, offer a bit more video, and then think about how to share that across the team. Pull in a team member and have a virtual case conference with a patient. Do that once or twice and see how that works. Or start small with group visits and plan a short series. It doesn't have to be ongoing. You can say, we're going to run three sessions on mindfulness. Test the waters and see how that works for you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Team Up. Join us next time when we explore the third topic, patient portals. Until then, keep working together and then keep building a stronger team. <laughs>